Magandang umaga po mga kapatid sa Good Neighbor Christian Fellowship at sa lahat po ng ating mga kaibigan at mga kapatiran sa iba't ibang bahagi ng daigdig. Salamat po sa inyong pagsama sa ating pong gawain ngayong umaga online. Ito po ang unang linggo ng October at tayo po ay nagpapasalamat sa Diyos sa ating pong panibagong theme for this month. It's called Experiencing the Grace mercy, and peace of God. We will look at the letter of the Apostle Paul to Timothy and try to understand and try to experience the richness of the grace and the mercy and the peace of God. So tayo po ay excited mga kapatid na kayo po ay kasama sa ating pong patuloy na pag-aaral ng kanyang mga salita at patuloy na pagsisikap na makapamuhay ayon sa kanyang dakilang kalooban. Tayo po ay dumako sa Panginoon at tayo po ay humingi ng kanyang pagpapala sa ating pong pag-aaral. Salamat po Panginoon sa iyong patuloy na pagkilo sa buhay ng iyong mga anak at patuloy na pag-akay at pagtuturo sa amin ayon sa iyong mga salita, ayon sa iyong dakilang kalooban. It is our greatest joy, our greatest privilege to study, to learn, to experience, to share the words of God. Salamat po pa sa inyong banal na espiritu na patuloy po namin gabay at liwanag at kalakasan sa lahat po ng aming pong mga pinagdaraanan sa buhay. We give you honor and glory and praise as we uh, continue to study your words with our friends and brothers and sisters all over the world. Bless us now as we start in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. 1 Timothy chapter 1. Babasahin ko po sa inyo from the New Living Translation. 1 Timothy chapter 1 verses 1 and 2. This letter is from Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, appointed by the command of God our Savior and Jesus Christ who gives us hope. I am writing to Timothy, my true son in the faith. May God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord give you grace, mercy, and peace. May the Lord bless the reading of His holy word. One thing I really love about studying the Bible is that I have full assurance in my heart that I am studying the very inspired words of God. I am reading in my hands a letter written by the Apostle Paul himself. Around AD, AD is Anno Domini, or meaning in the year of the Lord, CE meaning the common era. I am reading a letter written by the Apostle Paul himself to Timothy, his son in the faith, around 50 to 56 AD. Yun po ang simula ng paglaganap ng pananampalatayang Kristiyano. And now we are 2021. It's been 2,000 years 
that this gospel, this Bible, this word of God has been spreading all throughout the world. And, and millions upon millions of people know the power of the word of God, the, the, the veracity, the truthfulness, the reliability, the faithfulness of the word of God. For the last 2,000 years, wala pong nakapag, uh, nakapagpasubali sa nilalaman ng Word of God. Wala pong, wala pong nakapagwasak uh, sa mga claims ng Word of God. Even atheists, even liberals, even intellectuals, these 2,000 years were not able to destroy the claims of the Bible and the promises of the Bible and the truthfulness of the Bible. Deep in my heart and soul, I am grateful to God for knowing Him. Deep, deeply grateful to God for becoming one of the teachers and preachers of the eternal Word of God. Alam niyo po, nag-aral tayo ng tema last month about understanding the mission of the church. At nakita po natin na talagang napakaliwanag sa Biblia ang misyon ng bawat isa sa atin sa katawan ni Kristo, sa church ng Panginoon. And let me tell you that uh, hindi po tayo binibigyan ng Panginoon ng, ng hazy or inaccurate view of, of, of the mission work, of the responsibility, of the obligations that He has put on our shoulders. Subalit, alam niyo po mga kapatid, meron po siyang ibinigay sa atin na katiyakan. Meron pong mga assurances, meron pong confidence, meron truthfulness na kung saan tayo po ay tatayo sa mga salita ng Diyos as we carry out the missions of the church. Because the mission of the church is really not easy. And it's not getting easier. The truth is, it's becoming more and more difficult towards the end of, of time. Sapagkat alam naman po natin, sinasabi ng Biblia, this is the last days. And these last days are gonna be difficult days and, and perilous days and dangerous days. At alam po natin na ang hamon sa ating pananampalataya at hamon sa ating paglilingkod ay talaga po namang it's, it's becoming uh, bigger and bigger, greater and greater, the challenges. But the grace of God is, is, is much, much greater. The peace of God and the mercy of God is greater above all of those challenges that we are going to face. Kaya po napakahalaga na paglakad natin, pagsunod natin, paglilingkod natin, ay na, naiintindihan natin Ito pong mga provisions ng Panginoon na kanyang ipinagkakalob sa bawat naglilingkod sa kanya. Kaya po ang, ang ating pong tema is experiencing. Experiencing the grace, the mercy, and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ. We will define them one by one. We will look into them and we will study them closely one by one. But to give us an overview, of our study for this month, ay uh, iniwanan po ni Apostle Paul si Timothy sa Ephesus. 
Babasahin ko po sa verse 3. When I left for Macedonia, I urged you to stay there in Ephesus. Meron pong misyon na inihabilin sa kanya. Na, and that is, I want you to stay there in Ephesus and stop those whose teaching is contrary to the truth. So, meron pong challenges. Meron pong opposition. Meron pong problema. Sabi niya, you stay there. I have a work for you to do. Verse 4, don't let them waste their time in endless discussion of myths and spiritual pedigree. These things only lead to meaningless speculations which don't help people live a life of faith in God. So it's creating confusion. It's creating division. If you look, if you read the whole letter of the Apostle Paul, all six chapters in First Timothy uh, the book of First Timothy, you, you see the scope of the responsibility, the scope of the work, the duties that the Apostle Paul was entrusting to young Timothy there in the church in Ephesus. And that's why in the beginning of the letter, ibinigay po niya yung, yung assurance, yung assurance that the grace, the mercy, and the peace of Jesus Christ will be with you. You will experience it. You will be able to depend on it. You will be able to, to, to be saved by it and empowered by it. And you can do and fulfill the work that God has given you to do. And I would like to hear that. Here I am, I am a servant of God. I would like to have that word, that assurance, that confidence that God is going to enable me to do the mission that he has entrusted to me. Oh, understanding the mission of the church does not end in just understanding it. It's fulfilling them that makes the difference. Fulfilling the missions of the church. And by fulfilling it, you know it will not be easy. It will not be a walk in the park. It will not be a piece of cake. It will be full of challenges. It will be full of dangers. It will be full of, of, of difficulties. But hey, rest assured that you will be enabled by God. The grace of God, the mercy of God will be with you. You have nothing to worry. You have nothing to fear. Because the closer you get to Jesus Christ, the closer you get to Jesus Christ, the, the, the more you read and meditate and dwell on the words of God, the more you experience it. And it will change your life forever. Alam niyo po, habang binabasa ko po ito, nakita ko yung responsibility nakaatang Sa balikat ni Timothy, and I'm telling you, it's not easy. At this time, na siya po ay uh, 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 binigyan ng tagubilin ni Apostle Paul, he was a young preacher. He was a young preacher. I, I can only imagine how young he was when he started the ministry uh, of, of, of teaching and preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ as a pastor. And, that, and let me tell you that... Uh, 
Timothy has given all he's got. From the time he was young all the way until the day he died, he was faithful to the calling. He was devoted. He was loyal to the call of God. Even when he saw the Apostle Paul give his life for the gospel that he preached. Sabi po nila, uh, uh, time tests everything. The test of time. Kung talagang totoo, mapapatunayan mo, hayaan mong time ang mag-reveal. Time will tell. Kung, kung, kung um, yan ay hindi tama, hindi totoo, hindi yan magtatagal. And that's true. Marami pong mga grupo, marami pong mga katuruan, marami pong mga movement na nagsimula na parang ang galing-galing, parang, parang puno-puno ng energy, it's very promising, very exciting, but after a while, it died down, after a while, it, it disappeared. The fact that the work of the Lord has been going on for the last 2,000 years in the work of the church tells you that, that this has not only survived the test of time, but overcame and conquered the test of time. This is an eternal truth. This is an eternal faith. And not even time can destroy it. Not even time can ruin it. And let me tell you, it just keeps getting more and more exciting as the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ come nearer and nearer than ever. No ako po'y magsimula sa pangangaral ng salita ng Diyos, ako po ay kagagraduate ng high school. Nakakilala po ako as a high school student. And before I graduated from high school, I had searched my heart and I asked the Lord kung ano po ang kanyang pagkatawag sa aking buhay. And I can feel it strongly in my heart that God has, is calling me. To the ministry and so I went to a Bible college. I was very young. I was 17 years old, fresh out of high school. Now as you can see, as you can see, I, I'm, I'm old now. I'm old now. I, all my hair are gray and my, 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 my skin is wrinkled and in just a few years, I'm, in just a few years, I'll be a senior Citizen, can you imagine? <laughs> More than 35 years have passed. Well, you can do the math. <laughs> you can do the math how, how old I am. But let me tell you, I'm just, if, if, you ask, if you ask how I feel about it, I, feel, I still feel excited about what God is doing. I feel excited about fulfilling the mission of the church. Really. It's because we are into something eternal here. Something beyond our lives. Something beyond our lifetime. We are reaching to the world from one generation to the next. The truth is our chairman is already preparing the next generation. I can remember King David gathering all of the woods and the stone for the temple. And because God said to him, you will not be the one to build the temple. 
but you will prepare it for your son will build the temple. And so King David prepared everything he could. The, 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 all, the, all the timber, all the woods, all the stones, all the skilled men, all of those who will be working on it. He was preparing for the next generation that will fulfill the prophecy, that will fulfill the great will of God. Our chairman is already preparing the uh, young professional group, the next leaders of our church, the next chairman of the board, the next leaders of Sunday school, the next leaders of young people, of men and women, children, preparing the, the next generation of leaders for our church. And he's not slowing down either. He's not getting tired. He's not getting weary. He's not slowing down. He is on fire. You can feel that whenever he talks. You can feel the conviction. You can feel the confidence. You can feel the fire in his heart. And he's, well, you know, our chairman is over 72 years old. And yet, the same thing I feel in my heart. This calling, this ministry, this faith in the Lord Jesus Christ just keeps getting more and more exciting because we know that our God is alive. We know that we are in a wonderful mission of, of telling, telling the story of love, telling the story of redemption and giving people hope and giving people light and giving people direction. There is nothing more exciting to do. You know, you know I, I, I'm reading some books about some lawyers uh, who left their practice of law and, 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 and devoted themselves to the ministry of preaching the word because they know uh, law is dealing with temporal matters, but the words of God deals with things eternal. I know in, in, in my college days, I, we, have a, uh, we have a professor's name is Attorney Hinko. He left his practice as a lawyer and became a professor in our Bible college and started a church. And uh, he's still there. And I know, uh, I know of, a, of a doctor, uh, the pastor of Green Hills Christian Fellowship, now was a neurosurgeon surgeon he left his practice and 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 committed himself full-time to the work of the lord because he knew that the, the medicine deals with temporal things but the word of god deals with things eternal i know of some people who are into business businessmen successful businessmen who left all of the promises of making Millions and millions of money and devoted themselves to the ministry. That's the story of Peter Tanchi that devoted him himself to the work of the Lord. Let me tell you, we are into something greater than anything temporal, than anything earthly. And, and, and the Bible says that, that uh, those who devoted themselves to the things of God will have their great rewards in heaven. And let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, that 
Good Neighbor Christian Fellowship is into this. We are, we are not losing sight of our calling. We are not losing sight of our mission. And we are not losing sight of God's purpose for us. And so our chairman is excited. Our chairman is on fire. Our chairman is, is the steering the whole church to, to finish the course. I have fought a good fight, the Apostle Paul said. I have finished the course. I have fought the faith. And so we are going to be in this until Jesus returns. And so what we need here, ladies and gentlemen, is assurance and confidence that we will be able to do and fulfill God's calling and purpose in our lives. So going back to our text, sabi niya, this letter is from Paul. In fact, sinabi po niya dito mismo sa, 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 sa chapter na ito na uh, nakita niya ang, uh, ang uh, kabutihan ng Panginoon. Nabasahin ko po sa verse 12. I thank Christ Jesus our Lord who has given me strength to do His work. So ina-acknowledge ni Apostle Paul kung saan ang gagaling yung kanyang lakas. Yung kanyang kakayahan upang magampanan ang trabaho, ang gawain, ang ministeryo na pinagkatiwala sa kanya. Sinabi niya, I thank Christ Jesus, our Lord, who has given me the strength to do His work. He considered me trustworthy. Di po ba napakasarap isipin na ipinagkatiwala niya sa atin ng kanyang mga gawain, the mission of the church, na hindi, hindi siya nagdalawang isip o dalawang loob na ipagkatiwala sa atin yung gawain ng church. Those of you na naging predikador, God gave it to you. Those of you na mga Sunday school teacher, God gave it to you. Those of you who are musicians, God gave it to you. To our chairman, God gave it to him. To me, God gave this. He has appointed us to serve him. This is not just us. It's, this is God speaking to us. This is God appointing us, choosing us to do what he has commanded. Sabi niya, verse 13, even though I used to blaspheme the name of Christ. Kahit it doesn't matter yung aking background. Dati, I, I blaspheme the name of Christ. I persecuted the church. And I'm not worthy. I am the worst of sinners. Sabi ni Apostle Paul. But I thank God. Verse, verse 14, oh how generous and gracious our Lord was. You know what he was saying? Uh, he was saying, I have experienced the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. So we're not dealing with just ideas here. The ideas of grace, the ideas of mercy, the ideas of peace. These are not just ideas. These are powerful experiences that change our lives. Oh, how generous. And gracious our Lord was. He filled me with the faith and love that comes from Jesus Christ. He filled me. So, kaya nga po sabi ni David sa Old Testament, Come, taste, and see that the Lord is good. We're not dealing ideas here. We're not dealing just words here. We're dealing experiences here experiencing the power of God. 
experiencing the presence of God, experiencing the love of God, the mercy of God, the compassion of God, experiencing grace, mercy, and peace. Ladies and gentlemen, you know, that's the problem with some religions. Some religions just have endless words. This just words. But in our pulpit, we're not just dealing with words. Endless words. In our pulpit at Good Neighbor Christian Fellowship, even pulpit online, we're dealing with the very presence of God, with the very power of God that you can touch, that you can experience, that will change your life forever. That will change your life forever. Because if the Word of God cannot change you, then it's powerless. If the Word of God cannot touch you, then it's powerless. If the Word of God cannot save you, then it's powerless. Oh, but Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 says, The Word of God is alive and powerful. These words are not the words of men. These words are the words of God. And the words of God are alive and powerful. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the reason why we have so much confidence to invite you to come and entrust everything to God. So it's an exciting journey that we will have this month of October. A journey to do. A journey to receive. A journey to experience. A journey to share the grace, the mercy, and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ. So whatever it is that God has called you to do, you will be able to do it and overcome all hindrances and obstacles and have victory and have victory over all things and triumph over all things and give glory and honor to our God. And so let me just continue to encourage you, to inspire you, to keep moving forward. Keep getting yourself busy and occupied until He comes. Just being a faithful steward of giving and giving and giving, serving and serving and serving, reaching out and reaching out and reaching out. Until the, day, until the day he calls your name to glory. Or until the day he comes back to get you to be with him. That to me, ladies and gentlemen, is exciting. I've been here for more than 35 years. But I tell you that chairman, our chairman, Pastor Armando Santos, has been here for more than 60 years, maybe. And there are others who's been here all their lives. And they are so happy and privileged that they have served and are serving a faithful God. And the next generation will pick up the torch and continue the fight and continue the journey and continue the ministry and continue reaching out to the world, healing the world and truly making it a better place. There is hope for the world. You know, Michael Jackson said, 
heal the world, make it a better place for you and me and the entire human race. What is it that will heal the world? What is it that will make it a better place? What is it that will give hope and light to the world? It's not the song of Michael Jackson. It's not the vaccine alone. It's not the promises of the politician. Let me tell you, it's the word of God that can heal the world. It's the word of God that can make it a better place. It's a word of God that can, can save humanity, the whole human race, the word of God. And we are servants of the word of God. We are messengers of the word of God. We are teachers of the word of God. And that's the most wonderful privilege, the most exciting job the most exciting responsibility in the world. No, ma no wonder why lawyers are leaving their practice to go serve and preach the word. No, no wonder why doctors are leaving their practice and, and spread the word. No wonder why some businessmen left their business and share the word because they know they're dealing with something more in, important than life itself. And that's, and that's the eternal word of God. So thank you for joining us in this study today. This study will culminate this morning to remembering the Lord's Supper. Because really, the only reason why there is hope for us is because of Jesus Christ dying on the cross. There is no hope for the world. There is no light for the world. If Jesus Christ did not give himself on the cross for our sins. And so I'm, we are so happy you have come along and you have given your time this morning. So together we can celebrate the Lord's death and his resurrection. The Lord's supper. And we are so thankful to God that his presence is with us. So why don't you bow your head. And join me in a word of prayer as we prepare ourselves for the Lord's Supper. We thank you, Lord God, for the missions of the church, for helping us understand it. And thank you, God, for making us a part of what you're doing in this planet Earth and giving us the grace and the mercy and the peace to do it because we cannot do it on our own. We don't have the power to do it on our own. We cannot change anything. We cannot save anything. We cannot cleanse anything. Only the grace of God can do that. Only the mercy of God can do that. Only the peace of God can do that. And God, you have given us the bounty of your grace and mercy and peace. We have experienced, oh Lord God, the, the, the power of the, and, and the presence joy of being in your in your mighty mighty presence and so we thank you even now as we celebrate the lord's supper together in jesus name amen and amen the apostle paul said in first corinthians chapter 11 Verse 23. For I pass on to you what I received from the Lord himself. 
You know why I have so much confidence to do this? It doesn't matter why. It doesn't matter if some people are not doing it. It doesn't matter if some people do not believe in it. Because it's so clear. The Apostle Paul said, I pass on to you what I received from the Lord Himself. This is something we received from the Lord Himself. That on the night He was betrayed, the Lord Jesus took some bread and He gave thanks to God for it. And He broke it in pieces and said, This, this is my body. When you see the broken bread, he wants you to see, he wants you to imagine his broken body. This is my body given for you. He sacrificed this on the cross just for you and me. Now you do this in remembrance of me. Let us pray. Oh Father, we look at this bread and as we look at the body of Jesus Christ, broken on the cross and we remember the love we remember the sacrifice we remember the grace and the mercy we remember oh god everything you've said and everything you've done so that we can be rescued we can be cleansed we can be saved from sin and we thank you for all the sacrifice on our behalf as we take this bread you bless it in jesus name amen In the same way, after supper, he took the cup. Then he said, this cup is the new covenant between God and his people. A covenant confirmed with my blood. A new covenant is a covenant of grace, covenant of mercy, covenant of peace with God. Sealed by his blood shed on the cross. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the only way we can be accepted in the family of God if we get the redemption of the blood of Jesus. And he gave it all just for you and me. He sacrificed it all just for you and me. For God so loved the world. Can you feel it? And you feel the love of God. He gave it all just so that you and I can become His children. So that you and I can become a part of His family. And be a part of His heavenly, heavenly blessing. Heavenly, heavenly home. Forever and ever and ever. So when you take this cup, you just remember. This is the new covenant that seals it. And He said, do this in remembrance of me. For every time you eat the bread and drink this cup, you are announcing the Lord's death. So this is what it's all about. When we do it, we announce, we proclaim the Lord's death until He comes and take us to be with Him forever and ever. Let's take it. Oh, Father, we pray that you bless this cup. We bless the symbol of the blood of Jesus shed on the cross. Give us, give the power to it that will transform our experience with Jesus Christ. That we will feel the cleansing and the redemption through the blood. Bless the cup and bless us all as we take it in Jesus' name.
Amen and amen. Salamat po sa inyong pagsama. Salamat po sa inyong patuloy na pagsubaybay. Salamat po sa inyong pakikibahagi sa ating paglilingkod online. Salamat po sa inyong pagsuporta. Salamat po sa inyong pong pagbibigay ng inyong mga handog at kaloob. Salamat po sa inyong pagtataguyod sa gawain at ministeryo na ipinagkatiwala sa atin. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you His peace. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Everybody say, Amen! Amen! God bless you all.